0: Welcome to the Quantum Home Sanctuary Summit. My name is Helena Riley, and I'll be your host, and I have a really special guest today, Dr. Jean Ang, who I'll be introducing. And our vision is to empower you to create your home as an immersive quantum field sanctuary that resonates you into clarity and coherence. Our collective mission in this summit is to provide you with effective tools they evolve you into the new quantum human so that you can live your life in brilliance and joy. So I'd like to welcome you, Dr. Aang. Do you prefer Aang or Aang? Aang
1: good. Yeah.
0: Excellent. So Dr. Aang has a healing practice based in Thousand Oaks, California, and he combines many modalities. I have been researching him, actually many extraordinary modalities. The Of course he has shamanic healing practices, but he's capable of multi-dimensional access. So his modalities span not only this dimension, but many others, which of course is very quantum. So he's a great fit <laughs> for this work. He has his degree in from Stanford, his bachelor's degree in biology, and his PhD from Yale in neurobiology. As well, he did a postdoc in um, the use of actually what we, ultrasound in impacting the brain. So he's you're really a neuroscientist. Now, what is unusual about him is that he he made a decision actually to work with people in the new paradigm instead of remaining in the scientific paradigm. So I'm finding this really fascinating that he shifted. So you're an excellent example of a quantum shift. You shifted out of the old paradigm of science that you were learning at Yale, deciding to be what I would call a paradigm pioneer in energy medicine. So I'm very deeply honored and he doesn't just consider himself to be a healer but a being who is interacting with the resonance field and interacting with you in the unified field to bring about a transitional awakening is what i would call it Mm -hmm. using multiple modalities and he's probably Mm-hmm. From my listening to several of his seminars last night, I would say you're probably one of the most knowledgeable people in energy medicine that I have met. So it's an honor to have you today. My first question for you is what inspired your shift? As we know, I'm from the East Coast, <laughs> I'm from Massachusetts, spent a lot of time at Harvard. You know, investing in an education, a PhD at Yale, is a huge time, energy, and financial investment. So was it an awakening experience? How did this happen? How did you get enlightened in this way?
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanks so much, Helena. It's great to be here with everyone and and with you. Thank you. This is a wonderful platform and uh, really part of that new uh, shift that you're talking, even, even the cutting edge of the new shift uh yes uh, it's, it's very interesting how these things happen uh i think uh, the shift actually internally occurred when i was in college um because uh i had started to study the course in miracles around my sophomore year and uh i was still very much of course there in stanford in the academic um, what i would say competitive environment and that um sort of more spiritual internal orientation uh although I think that environment in California is very uh, energetically conducive to that. Uh, the overlay of what I was um, doing at Stanford was was quite a contrast. But I think the real shift occurred then uh, and somehow I was able to still uh, stay within those um, energetic fields that were more traditional in terms of science. Mm-hmm. And then there was um, an opportunity right uh, when I started my postdoc to start studying with some energy healers, uh, particularly I start studied with one from Russia. He was actually the person who initiated me, and and that's quite a you know they have quite a, a, a beautiful tradition and energy work and yes. uh, just the inner work, and uh, that really was the the opening. Um, you could even call it the break that allowed me to start um, working in sort of a whole new paradigm, like you said, which I think is an initiation for us for each of us
0: yes uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: there's oh. some other points but that, that was the big uh that was kind of where uh, how things uh, evolved up to then
0: so you actually sounds like your soul entered <laughs> while you were still at stanford and california is very conducive to the energy medicine field so northern california Excellent. So, so it wasn't like a, you know, so many people tell the story of this bright light or something that happened all of a sudden, but it sounds as though, yes, it is. Energy medicine is an initiation and it sounds as though you received an initiation from the Russian master and that shifted you to what a more expanded state of consciousness. Did you, and I'm curious, did you start meditating at that point?
1: Uh, I had started a meditation practice um, uh, pretty much back in uh, in Stanford, and, okay. and it was uh, ongoing. Everything was just sort of like, uh, I call it the dual life. Maybe some people have. I don't understand that.
0: That. <laughs> <laughs> I started uh, meditating when I was at Chicago also, so, <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you are a closet yogi.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's it.
0: Wow. <laughs> Well, the divine sciences are now are now merging, so you're right on time. So let's talk about what you developed, which is the Arcturian healing method, because I'd like to go into it's one of the things that I um, I was I'm very curious about the Arcturian dimensional bridge that mm-hmm. you spoke about. So a lot of our audience that's listening would be interested in a summary of that. Mm -hmm. How do you connect quickly and easily and get out of troublesome situations, whether it's anxiety, fear, not knowing what your life purpose is, wanting to meet your soulmate? How do you use the Arcturian healing method and the dimensional bridge to accomplish that?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's a a couple of levels, practical um, levels and practices one can do Uh, One is just for one's own internal energy field. And then I'll talk about uh, like working with uh, multidimensional energies and beings uh, if that's within someone's paradigm. So if one's paradigm more is like in the energy work um, and not necessarily uh, invoking or connecting to other uh, higher beings consciousness, I think uh, focusing directly here on the Ajna or uh, this center that's in between the eyebrows, um, both physically and energetically, or the center of the head, which is actually part of that same energetic structure. If one is feeling off balance, that will immediately sort of recalibrate or reset person. In particular, it connects also to the pillar of energy that's above the head, and particularly the what I call the transpersonal chakras that are outside the body, but above the head. Uh, So that would be just one practical way of working with one's own energies to um, align oneself. Uh, particularly if one is feeling off balance, then uh, working with like the Arcturians, which would be a multi-dimensional uh, approach, and working with you
0: just, you just did that. Your words. So pay attention here. What he just said, he just did. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you.
1: All <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. You felt it. Uh, yes. Uh, and that's probably the technique right there is uh, once one opens oneself up to the multidimensional energies and consciousness and beings uh, that are uh, within us, uh, present uh, energetically with us now, the thing is I, my sense is they respect us very much. So if one doesn't have that intention or paradigm, it would be like an intrusion for, for that consciousness to enter us, even even in a benevolent or compassionate way. So as soon as one uh, in this quantum world, as soon as you make the intention that you would like to connect to the Arcturians, they're present, that bridge is present. And so then you it's more the receptivity and that openness to receive whatever um, energetic, um, like you mentioned, the resonance information transfer. So if one can um, uh, get to that point or is very open to that simplicity, that as soon as one makes the intention to connect to the Arcturians, they're actually present and probably already downloaded the information you need. It could be in a packed form, like we're talking, (laughs) it'll take a a couple seconds or a few minutes, or even maybe a few days if that's the divine timing uh, to manifest, but you could know that it's actually already transferred by resonance.
0: Ah, that's very, very important. And it's very quantum Mm -hmm. because in this time, especially the shifting that's occurring is what's confusing people at how fast actually we can shift both resonance, opportunities, consciousness. So, thank you. That's so. It's it's a matter of receptivity, and is the moment now. I can say from my own experience because I'll just be. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but. So, I've been told I actually vibe in from the fourth planet orbiting Sirius binary. So, I'm so, but I'd never really connected consciously with the Arcturians. So, when I started listening, I mean, I was just out food shopping and stuff, and I was listening to you on Carrie's show. And I felt this amazingly powerful shift from the vibrations and the frequencies that you were actually channeling, mm-hmm. but they were inaudible. And our work can be used inaudibly too, but I felt an immense shift. And so um, this is, this is very, very key for the audience. When we're talking about this quantum shift, it's not like weightlifting anymore. It's not, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be such a burden. And that's what Dr. Ang is actually saying is that the intention alone and your receptivity is what's going to shift your consciousness. And it doesn't matter what, you know, it can be Archangel Michael, it could be Jesus, it mm-hmm. could be Buddha. It, it's that you are receptive to a higher intelligence in a multi dimensional realm. I just wanted to clarify that. So I'm just saying this, and I'm going higher and higher, I'm beginning to go into <laughs> a very multi dimensional state with you. So I did listen to your several a couple of hours of the section on transpersonal chakras. I mm-hmm. downloaded that. So I wanted you to talk to the audience. That's one of the things that we're talking a lot about. Of course, everyone's aware of the chakras, but what he, what uh, you're talking about is the three chakras above the head and the sh- mm-hmm. three chakras below the feet mm-hmm. at one foot. So would you like to talk a little bit about that because that is in my mind, a gateway, so Mm -hmm. that people can use this knowledge to open this gateway to their higher self, their quantum self, Mm -hmm. and become the quantum human, which is why you're here today. (laughs) You have the tools. And so if you want to talk a little bit about that.
1: Oh, Oh, no, that's, that's good uh Yes. Yeah. You, I you,
0: warned yeah. you we would dive in. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> she doesn't stay on the surface too long. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah no, you hit it kind of right on the nail. Um, in terms of like where I feel the the work multidimensionally is going, uh, mm-hmm. just in terms of what's been unfolding for me, and to present uh to the greater audience or public or people I'm meeting. Yes. The um, you can think of it in ter- a couple ways. Um, one is voltage if you were to it could be metaphoric it could be literal but like the voltage of consciousness kind of the the power that we're accessing uh so we first start with the energy centers within our body and that that's an appropriate place like when you're building a structure you start with the foundation then as you move up in this energetic pillar where these transpersonal chakras are and like you're mentioning they're about 6 to 12 inches or 15 to 30 centimeters like apart from each other So, like the first one is about uh you know a foot from your the top of your head or your crown you're actually ascending and access a voltage of consciousness Mm -hmm. so the higher you can go the and stabilize that uh so you may just start you know you could even be within the range like uh, starting like a couple inches just start where you are you're accessing a higher uh, level of consciousness and sort of uh, power of energy so theoretically, although we can't do this, um, if you were to pull this first chakra above the head into the the energy um, field within your brain, you would uh, because of its high voltage, it would burn out the channels. Like it would be too intense. Yes. Sort of that's why it's gonna fry. Uh, All right. Uh, so that's that's one one aspect. Um, so I'll, I'll say a couple more words about the ones above, but it's important that I say a couple words about also the ones below. Mm. Those tend to be um, when people may get into working with them, uh, neglecting that first.
0: That's been hidden. The mystery schools have hidden that knowledge. And also the Atlanteans went to the center of the
1: earth. Uh, Yeah.
0: So, okay, go ahead. (laughs) I just want to tell you the reason you don't don't know this is because it was stripped from the university here, the broad Mm. university of earth.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, so, um, so w- one wanted to bring one's consciousness to the consciousness of uh, multi dimensional beings, mm. <clears throat> rather than sort of asking them to come down to our level of frequency, let's say, which is very, at this moment in the physical world is denser than these uh, non visible or non physical planes, you can train yourself or develop the capacity to sort of move up into your column. And then you're bringing your consciousness to the same frequency of, let's say, Archangel Michael or your holy guardian angel or the seraphim, for example. And so um, it's a bring to their, their domain. Uh, so you can use the, uh, the pillar that way. And then just one or two words about the lower chakras, like you mentioned. Yes, yeah, so in a lot of schools, they may not present that esoteric schools, although there's a tremendous amount of deep knowledge about Uh, connecting with the most dimensional realities that are sort of down below or into the earth, so to speak, those uh, subtle planes of the earth. So there's also corresponding transpersonal chakras in the lower pillar that are also separated about um, 6 to 12 inches or 15 to 30 centimeters uh, from each other. And you access also a very high voltage energy, but it has a kind of a different domain uh, feeling and frequency.
0: Wow. Thank you. And I think this is particularly important. I'm getting because the block, the blocking of the, the grounding in the lower chakras. And one of the things as we go through this quantum shift, it's like a vortex and we're now spinning each day in a different frequency, really, if you're open. Mm-hmm. So the grounding is really important. And those three chakras, the transpersonal chakras, how would that be impacted if someone to let, was, let's say, to walk out on the earth barefoot and to then use the transpersonal chakras to ground or center or overcome anxiety or fear?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's actually uh, perfect. Yeah, like uh, walking um, uh, barefoot um, on the ground, uh, particularly you know soil, uh, if possible, make that connection. But uh, the the piece that you mentioned about connecting, and one could start with the first transpersonal chakra below, that's about a foot below, or go to um the second or the third. Just know that it's actually infinite, so you could even go further, but starting kind of where you feel most comfortable. Uh, that actually, they also call this lower pillar your dragon. And you mentioned connecting to the center of the earth. So our kundalini energy is sort of that energy in the lower chakras. And then the dragon, which is the lower pillar is our connection to the earth's kundalini source. And you can think of that as like a higher voltage energy that has a more physical basis that gives us our etheric vitality. So it's both grounding, but when you open that up and develop it, it gives you that spark, that vitality. Like when you see a a flower, uh, that's- uh, fresh versus one that might have been cut. And uh, four weeks later, it, there you see that difference, even though chemically they may be the same. So that vitality, uh, that's the Kundalini energy and also comes from the earth's sort of power source, the earth's Kundalini.
0: Oh, thank you. That's a key key thing for people to know. So if you're interested in revitalization, rejuvenation, or just feeling good, <laughs> just feeling yeah. happy and energetic practice this now I also want you to be aware those listening that when he's saying it I'm doing it and experiencing it so you I'm inviting the audience to do the same because it's in the activation that we create this quantum shift in the group activation well, we've covered a lot so and so we've covered now the essence of the transpersonal chakras who so are expanding your consciousness which is very much the quantum field. And so we want to jump now into, I listened this morning to the, quant, actually at about one in the morning to your, your section on quantum physics, I recommend that. And you talked about collapsing the field, which is very, I'm not going to ask you to give a class on quantum physics. <laughs> But I'm going to ask you, because you use such interesting language, you in, you said if you're in a rough spot or you're in like a meeting and it's going south, um, so you called it the first aid, what would you recommend someone doing? So let's say it's getting really negative. There's some funny scenes in movies about and in the movie of our life <laughs> where meetings start to go south. So what is it that you would recommend because you also said that this can shift the consciousness of Mm. the group and therefore the planet. Mm -hmm. So tell me I'm in, I'm an executive and I'm in a meeting and suddenly (laughs) something outrageous is getting proposed. (laughs) I'm Joe. I I don't don't want to state that, but uh, yeah. So what is that? What is the tool that you would recommend that people use? And if you wouldn't mind explaining that dynamic how we can shift in that moment in time
1: Mm -hmm. yes Uh, yes the 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 technique uh, i'll give first some backgrounds and then we'll uh, the technique is very fast as most of these quantum uh techniques effective and uh it's called uh, the dimensions just to make it very um simple and the idea, the quantum idea is that we have, there's infinite dimensions, or you could call them timelines, it's based on string theory. And uh, so we're existing on one dimension here, but if there's infinite dimensions going on right now, some aspect of our consciousness, for example, if we're having that meeting, you could theoretically say on another dimension, that meeting is going very smoothly. Oh, uh, rather than what's being manifested now. I That's kind that. of a theory. that might sound, uh, you can either play along with it or you don't have to take it so literal. No, I love uh, that. It's <laughs> so, going uh,
0: really, really well somewhere else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, what we want to do is connect inflammation or energy. one way to think of it is connect our present consciousness here that you're experiencing, let's say, the meeting going south to that other dimensional space or information where it's going completely smoothly or in a balanced fashion. Now you don't do that with your rational mind, you just do that with, you could call it your super consciousness or some aspect of your consciousness. Mm-hmm. So the way it, through resonance. So there's uh, one way it's very fast and then I'll do even a super fast way, <laughs> which uh, so is two levels. It's it's how It's more what you feel like most comfortable with.
0: We don't so, even say fast anymore. We just say very quantum.
1: Very quantum, <laughs> exactly.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> um, quantum moment.
1: Oh yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so maybe we'll do we'll do the 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 quantum, the very the the quickest way. So, mm-hmm. if you're comfortable with that framework, all you need to do is connect your consciousness to that theoretical or that other dimensional plane. As soon as you connect the by resonance, the information is transferred. So let me go through the first step. So the first one is you actually put your hand up. And if you're in a meeting, you can just imagine your hand up. And you just begin counting uh, just sequentially, one, two, three. And the idea is you're, you've programmed yourself that when your super consciousness has hit the right dimension, and there's nothing absolute about the number. So you're basically going like first dimension away from this one, second third fourth dimension away when you've hit the appropriate dimension your arm will, will signal to you that you you're connected now to the right dimension and the energy transfers so let's say uh, we're probably in our most ideal state here but uh, uh, so let's say I'm I'm that that um ceo that that executive so things aren't going so well you want to connect to a more balanced uh, dimensional aspect of this same reality so i would just start counting one two, three, and then four, and then like at six, I feel my hand go down. That means it's just signaling that I've connected to that appropriate dimension and the information transfers at that moment. Mm -hmm. And you may feel a complete shift in what's going on. Now you just step out of the way. You let the information unpack. But a lot of people will feel immediately a shift, an energetic shift. Yes, and I that's, just felt that completely.
0: Perfect. Yeah, it's like, okay, so I want to I want to apply this to marriage, to family. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, you know, there's been a fair amount of turbulence in relationships with everyone under one roof for 15 months. Um, so this would be easily used to and then what would okay, so I just felt that it kind of was like a thinking, I create I had simulated with you st- a stressful situation so I could experience it. So I felt my whole body actually drop into the experience. It's almost like a different person would be speaking.
1: This is a very
0: powerful, this is gold that you just gave us, that this is very, very powerful. So you could use exactly the same thing. if, you, Let's say you were um, deciding with your spouse whether your child should go back to school in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or wear a mask at the the, the grocery store, <laughs> something important. <laughs> um, you could actually just count, put up your hand, count, and when you go into the relaxed state, would you say that's when you speak again?
1: Exactly, that's when you've, yes, connected to that, uh, that balanced dimension. And now you could, you probably will feel a complete different uh, state of consciousness
0: I also noticed it allowed me to go more into the heart. So this is a key technique. Okay, well, thank you. That's beautiful. And you also spoke about entering the state. It's like a tuning fork of resonance, entering the pure awareness state. So we're in the movie, but in order to be in pure awareness, we have to observe and some some um, saints and different beings call it the witness state. Mm-hmm. We have to observe. But how do we? Are we speak when we do that technique? Are we then speaking from the state of pure awareness? If mm-hmm. we let's say we've adjusted up to the ninth dimension,
1: mm-hmm. so we're
0: now in with the smooth operators. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Uh, no, you. you I, uh uh-huh.
0: maybe the child doesn't need to wear, you know, whatever. <laughs> so now we're just laughing because we're in that, that dimension. So just be aware that these are real. These, these uh, techniques have been well cultured by, by, by you. So is it then that we speak when we enter that state of pure awareness, which also, because we're in the human body, we will probably feel that in the heart is what I'm, thinking is that when you go to the highest that you need to be at it settles you back into the heart and then you communicate from the state of pure awareness is that is that how your process is
1: Uh, yes well there's you actually brought up another technique (laughs) that actually enters you into that pure awareness state that is more focused Mm -hmm. on that but yes in the other in the dimensional um technique that we um, sort of just went over, you would enter a more balanced state. Uh, it may be uh, the pure awareness state. It may just be kind of, you're, you're just in a more balanced uh, um, information uh, field.
0: Balancing,
1: excellent. Uh, but for the if you wanted to enter the pure witness state, it's kind of getting the same place in another way. I'll just share uh, this other quantum technique. Uh, so I learned it from Frank Kinslow, uh but it it it's a way to because right now the wording you use is perfect. Our consciousness uh many times thinks we're in the dream in the movie. <laughs> yes. And that's the problem because <laughs> we're taking it all too seriously. Exactly. So and but because our consciousness is so powerful, it tends to because we're like right in there, it, it locks everything into place, like when we're like having that problem in the relationship, it locks that reality. So if you can enter the witness state, you unlock yourself from that movie, and it's now fluid, just like what the quantum mechanics says. The reality is really just a buzzing uh, sea of change.
0: Yes, uh, but our, our
1: consciousness blocks it. Yeah. Uh, so, so the technique, and there's many ways to get to the witness, is just that there's two. There is a spatial technique. Um, you don't, you could be doing this on a person, but you don't, if it's a situation, then you just kind of imagine the situation energetically in front of you. And you just uh, use your one hand or your awareness. You find some area that attracts you. It doesn't have to have any logical reason. Then you um, find another point that attracts you. And then you just connect these two points together. And then the wave does collapse. And your consciousness will enter into the witness state. It's called the EU feeling, the good feeling EU in Latin, the Mm -hmm. you feeling, and you're entering into like an observer role. So uh, Um, that's so the wave collapses after you connect these two uh, positions.
0: I love that. I just I just (laughs) noticed I was witnessing myself doing this, talking to you. (laughs) That's cool. And again, these are quantum tools. For the new quantum human so it's you don't have to there's no heavy lifting it's done and once you do it and that shift occurs do you now i also noticed that you spoke about this shift that can influence the not only you but those around you and even much broader than that so did you want to say this because when i heard that i went ah there's the key that opens the door to to planetary change.
1: Uh exactly. Uh so kind of working more from uh where we are as an individual and our situation. So you could do this on a situational um, let's say, problem or yeah. and then uh when you collapse your uh your wave and you're in the witness state, then anything that was involved in that situation is uh benefited. And if more mm-hmm. and more people are doing that. Because, like this butterfly effect, which is also quantum, it has the ripple effect of affecting everyone else uh, uh, through resonance. It's more like if you can think of everyone as a wave rather than a particle. So, we think like our, because we tend to look at ourselves as a particle. Meaning, yes. Uh, And then it seems like if I solve my problem, I'm only influencing the people who I see as particles too. But in fact, we have a wave aspect, you could call that our resonance field. So if my resonance field has shifted, even if it's a local problem that I just, you know, became the observer of, uh, because I'm in resonance with anyone else's consciousness who's connecting to me, both those I consciously or not or don't even know are connecting to me, I've elevated their field. So you're basically, that's, that's one of the ways it's affecting uh, on a global level
0: that's beautiful so that, and that's also long distance energy healing it's healing in your own home it's healing your child who may be sulking in their bedroom because you wouldn't let them play another computer game it's healing <laughs> it's healing mm-hmm. it's spreading the joy we'll call it and in the new world everything is a wave that's our shift from particle to wave that's the the new quantum world and quantum human and in that you spoke about the importance of flexibility which From my own experience in interviewing some of these amazing mystics and healers and just shamans, everyone is experiencing the same thing. That it is the flexibility, Jean, that if people can just be flexible, even in listening to this conversation and trying it, that it allows this shift because we are in that particle, in that shift from particle to wave. So. I'm going to throw a slight curveball at you here. Um, two things. I would love for you to share your frequencies the way you download them. But before you do that, when I first read your bio, here's what I thought this is the perfect person to do the research on how sound affects the brain, the body, the neurochemistry. <laughs> And he's gone. He has completely gone into energy medicine. So how do you feel about that? Do you see yourself and, and I can see interacting with you now that you went into other dimensions so that it 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 seems unnecessary <laughs> research because it's so obvious. <laughs> I understand because that's where I have a hard time with the with the scientific paradigm research, but I just wondered if it ever occurred to you, or if you ever thought or even were interested in energy research, like let's say with Karat Cobb's Biowell, because you are the person that I've met on this on this planet that's most qualified. And as somebody who's been chugging along talking about sound and vibration for years when nobody understood, I wondered if it occurred to you, or if you're doing it.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, no, that's great—a great point. I've always been open to that, and there, there was a conscious awareness of that. Um, and I think uh, it was more tuning into what the soul, my soul message was, or my soul uh, guidance. And um, so, if I were to try to be closer to the bridge, you know, to be able to speak to some of the, the scientists and uh, the skepticals, let's say, uh, who might be very skeptical, because I have, let's say, some of the badges that allow you yeah. them to listen to you. Um, the, the ability, let's, let's say, I could even say, let's say, the Arcturian connection, I may not have had the release of the anchor to go in this is not somewhere spatial but it's through consciousness to make the deep connection i did with like all these um let's say higher dimensional beings in the way that i did because i so it had to be what was my actual role on the planet time it could change like you said because there is there is probably a reason i had the um all these like um Proper things in the academic world that you need to get to be part of the club, part of the part of the system, so to speak. But I don't know if I would have been able to make the the far-reaching exploration in the multi-dimensional world if I were spending some of the time, but it was more a mental uh dimension, uh connected still to the scientific paradigm.
0: Oh, I completely understand that. And also the depth of your knowledge. You wouldn't have been able to cultivate that, and also you bring credibility just by being yourself. That you uh, you have this knowledge and you're in this field now, the world will catch up. It's as um, as you've observed, most people like Bruce Lipton, you know, they go and teach at Harvard and then they get blackballed and <laughs> because they go into energy medicine and everybody thinks that they've lost it for a while. So you just it was so the way perhaps we could explain that is that it's your sole purpose to be this bridge between two very, right now, very, very separate worlds, Mm -hmm. but they are bridging. So Mm -hmm. quantum physics creates the pathway. So I'm wondering though, if you'd like to do an experience, if there's something else about your work that you'd like to share with the group, because Mm -hmm. I'm aware that, you know, your, the depth of your study at this point has brought you into mm-hmm. a place where your, um, experience is what's teaching you daily. And, and I understand because that's what I don't know who I become tomorrow. When you go into the quantum human, it's, it's very flexible. <laughs> it's very fluid, as you've said. <laughs> so I want, <laughs> So as we know, um, I just wondered if there was something I would love for you to share, the channeling of the frequencies. What I heard yesterday was, uh, in Carrie's interview that someone asked about harmonization and the removal of fear, mm-hmm. which is what the higher dimensional beings keep telling me is to help people to remove this deep-seated fear, you know, the fear that they can't pinpoint.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: the fear that you know is subcon- is controlling their subconscious and their life therefore so did you want to share that or talk about that the frequencies that you have and they're available on your site i believe
1: oh yeah oh yeah we could we could do a process here so people okay. can just feel them but i okay. just wanted to earmark one thing that you said that i think is a huge uh, learning for myself a reminder is uh, when you connect like here is uh, when we're talking to someone, uh, and like I'm sharing a process, but quantumly, uh, as soon because the person has it in their field, as soon as you connect to them, it is ex- exchanged. So we have uh-huh. we've to uh, learn it mentally. <laughs> but everyone is getting the transmission just by connect, you know, we we're exchanging with each other, our knowledge through the quantum field instantly. Uh, and wow. I love how you um, brought that up. And uh, and so um, in some ways, uh, yes, we <laughs> do still go through the process of explaining things. But in yeah. ways, it, it's already exchanged. Um, I think,
0: yes. Part of our job here, I think, is to explain the, unexp- to give words to the unexplainable. Mm-hmm. The experience people are having, but they can't even integrate this experience because they don't have words for it. They just know things are different, right? So I think part of the job that we we people like us have and like the summits have is to give people this understanding and that we're all in this together. So Dr. Aang's shift is going to influence us. His knowledge he's bridged two very different worlds because because of the level you were at in those worlds. You were you know you were you were at Yale. People usually use those degrees in very specific, to open very specific doorways and career paths, as we know. So I think it's a great cosmic joke, what you did. I don't know how your parents felt about it. Well, let's talk about that. (laughs) How did your parents feel about
1: this? Uh, They were were all right. Like I mentioned, uh, it it has been a process since uh, college. So I think they knew that I was uh, on a different, uh, going to a different drummer.
0: Yes, you are their teachers. So. <laughs> yes. So I, so would you like to share? Yeah, I, I, that, that also made me very curious because that is something people work their whole life to go to Stanford and Yale. And yes, and you've definitely gone into a different, into the quantum world. But I think you're going to do amazing work. You already are, actually. And even more to come because this is this is the paradigm shift in the ages. So, as you said, not the last one, (laughs) just (laughs) one of them. So, fasten your seatbelt on this one. But if you would like, because so Dr. Aang has a very interesting way of transmitting frequencies, which is why I ended up digging so deeply. I actually took three of his courses yesterday (laughs) while I had people around on Father's Day, (laughs) but I was listening on and off uh, in between other tasks. I wanted to to ask you how this occurs, this frequency download. So we know, I just noticed when I listened that I felt completely different. And so then I went, I thought, is that, I went back and listened again and again to it's around one hour and eight minutes (laughs) where you actually channel those frequencies and It was a little mysterious to me. So if you'd like to explain a little bit about that process for us, we have some sound healers and different people in the audience.
1: Well, yeah, Uh, maybe uh, I know we were right about to, and then I kind of said something, you know, that other conversation, but we were about to do, I was about to do some frequencies for everyone. So maybe we'll do that first and then I can explain how to, how people can set up a similar um, quantum field to do that. Uh, So there's some very, yeah, recent Arcturian frequencies um, that are getting downloaded in this Arcturian healing method that I'm connected with um, and kind of created with the Arcturians. Uh, They're all based on time. So like this fluidity of time rather than, uh, and then you have the fluidity of space. Like the dimensions was more a spatial um, kind of framework. So here, I'm going to channel something called, uh, we'll see what kind of comes through, but in particular, it's called the Arcturian Time Collapsing Frequency. So basically, it saves us time quantumly from experiencing things. So we kind of learn the lessons faster or or at at our most optimal pace. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, we'll we'll experience that. And then I'll kind of, um, I can explain, like you said, how to set a quantum field up like that for people. It'll reduce resistance exactly exactly um yeah so so there's nothing like uh, what helena was saying or had mentioned that you'll hear it's actually all on the uh, multi-dimensional planes but you'll hear me say like i'm starting this frequency and then every so often if it's still going you'll hear me just chime in just so you know i'm still around okay so you can just oh, relax <laughs> <Yeah>. thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes okay. Uh, so we're starting. We're starting the Arcturian time collapsing frequency. So, if you have any intention that you'd like to shift or heal, or accelerate. You can just state that internally now. Or the frequencies have their own intelligence. So you could just be open or keep it quantum wherever it's most needed. So while the multi-dimensional frequencies are coming into our field usually silent for the most part continuing now. We'll do one more frequency. And that one completed. This is called the Arcturian shadow frequency. And this frequency works on the vibrational body that's cast by our shadow from a light source. Again, it will clear your channels, your chakras, anything that you need to release. Okay, and that completes the two healing frequencies. If you feel comfortable, you can open your eyes, and snap your fingers.
0: A quantum moment.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no equipment needed. That's amazing. <laughs> so what would you like to share? That is so powerful and are there any conclusions that you would like to end with
1: yeah uh, i think you brought up a good point um many uh, people like listening like you said who are practitioners or who are working with the field or have been working with the field for quite a while um they're probably already doing this but just to know like what's uh, like what i'm actually doing uh the whole key is the paradigm shift so if people are comfortable with the multi-dimensional um framework and to have embodied that that's where all the hard work came in <laughs> you're, like, you're wondering like could this technique be this easy of what i'm about to say but the thing is the whole work came in in believing in that paradigm because you had to embody it so mm-hmm. what what happens is you or what i do is i simply let's say i'm having a group healing session or or something uh you invite the higher beings so you feel connected to to hold a space for you, it's an energetic space. And then uh, then you just, uh, you're really just guided by them like, and to like, let's say, uh, I channeled this Arcturian time collapsing frequency. That was more just an intuition that I attribute, this is the story I'm telling myself, that they're just letting me know, okay, this would be a good one to do. And it's really, they're doing it quantumly, energetically and uh, it's all on the wave level, so it's not at the particle level. So that's why you don't even need to have the volume on, uh, like the, the physical volume, for that um, energy to come in, because it's coming in in the multidimensional field of each recipient who's open to it. So that's why it can be done through an MP3, like right, we're, right now we're together in this sort of time-space um, stamp. But a lot of people, of course, will not be here in in this particular time space stamp when they listen to that frequency. But it's not held in the physical dimension; it's it's held in the multi dimensional fields. Um, anyways, the, I don't know. Yes, that was in a- the etheric.
0: So <laughs>
1: <laughs> to get the idea across, but
0: thank you. That is so beautiful. Yes, and it, it is in the etheric, and it's very subtle. But that's where the power is. The power is in the subtlety and the grace is in the subtlety. And the shift, the quantum shift to the quantum human is going to be a very subtle shift. Mm -hmm. So I want to thank you. And we will have all of the information um, to Jean's site and the link below. And it's GeneAng.com but the link will be below so you can find more about his work, his beautiful, beautiful work. I want to really thank you for sharing this immense amount of knowledge and wisdom. We know you've been doing this research for thousands of years. So thank you for taking the time to be with us and to share this, to enlighten us. And we will see you
1: very soon. Thanks, thank Thanks, everyone. This was great.